I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So, Linz, what kind of uh, birthday celebration are we looking at today? Uh, You know, just uh, getting ready for the show and then working and then probably going to sleep. Big, big party over here. Sounds like it's really (laughs) glamorous. And I love how Chris starts with, thanks for working on your birthday. I I, kind of have a problem with people who take their birthday off, you know? I was going to say, that's got to be a shot at Mace, right? Because Mace is one of those people who, like, takes his birthday off all the time. Is he right? Before I leave, I just want to say feliz cumpleaños, Lindsay. Ah, Thanks, see, Feliz Jorge. All right, Very I'll nice. see you guys later. <laughs> Very nice. You know, Jorge, they sang that to me on Saturday. I went over to my sister's house, and they made me a cake, and that's what they sang to me because I told them I was trying. We had this whole conversation about tacos and me trying to <laughs> not to not to Americanize Spanish words, and then so that's what they sang to me. All right, well, Feliz cumpleaños, Lindsay. Enjoy your day. Thanks. Thanks. What a sweetheart. So- what an angel. What are you, uh, what are you like? So, what, what is on what is on the docket tonight? I have no plans. Um, we did so, I celebrated with my family on Saturday because I work weird hours, you know, for, for me to be able to go out and do things after, right. after work. Yeah, I really wanted some cake on my birthday, but I didn't, I got it Saturday, but I wanted cake again today. But I guess that's pushing it. <laughs> Will you blow out a candle today? Will you take a cupcake, throw a candle on top of it, blow it out, make a wish? Are you one of those kinds of people where you're like, hey, hey, it's my birthday, and I absolutely must blow out a candle and make a wish? Um, I mean, I would like to. I'm sure my mom or someone is going to you know, send me a cupcake, right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know. Hope. I don't know. What, I don't know what mom uh, is, uh, is thinking in that spot. Yeah, she's probably thinking like, "Oh my gosh, however many years ago I gave birth to you." Ugh. Now I just noticed you just said that. However many years ago, that clearly to me <laughs> is an indication of not wanting to discuss which number birthday this is. Um, I'll just let the people use their imagination. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. fair enough. Usually, my first question when somebody doesn't want to tell us, you know, their age, that doesn't want to offer it up, I always start with this question and see if everybody will go for it. So, when did you graduate high school? And then I don't I try remember. And, yeah, and then I try and do the math real quick, and then <laughs> by that time, I've got the answer that I was looking for. You know, I forget how old I am. Like, do you guys ever forget how old you are? Oh, what it happens you? to me all the time. I've got a yeah. great story about that. Let me hear. Um. My wife and I were in San Francisco, and we were up there for a memorial weekend because my brother-in-law um, lives up there. And we were at a restaurant, and all of a sudden my wife says to me, hey, big birthday this year, right? This was 2017. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, big birthday. I'm like, I'm, I'm turning 39. And she's like, no, you're not. You were born in 1977. And I was like, holy crap. I keep, I've thought the entire year I was 38. Like, I literally, like, it just, 
Because after a certain age, you just don't care anymore. Like, I mean, I never cared a lot to begin with, but it was literally my 40th birthday coming up in like a few months. I had no idea. Oh, that's hilarious. My ex I would have totally celebrated it as my 39th. That's very funny. My, my ex-wife used to lie about her age all the time to the point where everybody was confused with what birthday it really was. If she would say she was 45, uh, in reality, she was probably like 46 or 47. So everybody around was confused. That's funny, George. I, I never forget what year I was born and therefore how old I am. Very simple, very easy. Round numbers, 1970. Yeah, that's hard to forget. But, I mean, you did forget your sons. There's that, too. Well, I just did the math wrong. That was, that's true. You're right. I did. I knew how old he was. I didn't know what year he was born in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now, you were off, Sedano, for your birthday this year. I was, but that was also because it was like, uh, like part of like a 17-day vacation thing. Right. So my question to you is, because Chris thanked Lindsay for working on her birthday, and Lindsay, as, as you have probably pointed out correctly, he was taking his shot at Mason along the way. Are you one of these people who, who demands that, hey, it's my birthday, I take the day off? Are you that kind of guy? I literally just said five seconds ago that I, I don't even care about my birthday. Like, yeah. And I've said that repeatedly <laughs> on the show speaking, while we've been partners. Speaking, happened to fall on a day that he was I, already planning I to understand. Off. Like, I am opposed to taking yeah. your birthday off from work. But I know a lot of people that are like, no. I absolutely take my birthday off from work. And I'm like, why? Why do you do that? Like, why do you feel this need to take your birthday? Now, by the way, there's plenty of people listening this afternoon. And they're like, hey, 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 I'm that person. I take my birthday off every year. Okay, you do your own thing. I just don't understand why people do it, and I don't do it. Making yeah. a stand. Okay. Well, I, you, I, I mean, look, I, I, I think as an adult you should work. Uh, on your birthday, but I mean, I guess everybody can do whatever they want to do, you know. I mean, I think it's very childish as <laughs> to take your birthday off personally, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the audience feels like I, you know that you and I are wrong, Kaplan. Well, um, it would not be the first time, and uh, I can assure you, it will not be the last time. But um, yeah, I am not a take my birthday off from work kind of personality. I'm a work through it guy. Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to respond to here. Like, you have I, no I, response needed. Happy birthday, Lindsay Baseball. It is great to be with you on your birthday, on the air. And like Chris, I too am very happy you're working on your birthday. And George, today is also Lakers Media Day. So another yeah. day to celebrate because I think fans are like, this is the greatest thing going on right now. Dodgers are headed towards the postseason. Rams look like they are real Super Bowl contenders. Raiders, by the way, are in the conversation as well. Um, USC is in turmoil. UCLA just recovered with a big win. And guess what? The best part of all of this, basketball, baseball, football, um, the NBA is about to tip off. So this is a great time of year. Media day today. It is. It's fantastic. There's plenty to talk about there. But uh, I, we could finish up the birthday thing. I just didn't know what direction you wanted to go in there because it felt like you were just repeating yourself how you are anti-people who take their birthdays off. Um, is there a reason you're anti-people taking their birthdays off? Because we can get to the Lakers. we got three more hours of this. So. You well, do sound like you feel very strongly about this, Cap. Like You seem like you're really taking a firm stance on this. Well, I think it's mostly because in the world of radio, oftentimes you know, somebody would say to me, well, hey, I'm taking Thursday off. I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on? You got something cooking? What's, what's the deal, man? Because you know, we need you, but, but if you need the day off, go ahead and take it. And they're like, 
well, it's my birthday. I'm like, oh, come on, really? Like, I mean, if you had a doctor's appointment that you could only get it this day at this time, I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm considerate to that. I understand that. But it's like, no, it's my birthday. I'm taking the day off. You know, I'm taking, I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm like, okay, we'll open okay. it right now. 877-710-ESPN. Do you take your birthday off? And if, when, you know, did you, did you ever do it? Did you not do it? Do you not care? Uh, I feel like, no offense, that it's a little, you know, I mean, I can understand if you're like a teenager, maybe even in college, right? Like you have to put a part-time job, right? Like whatever. Once you're a grown-ass adult with kids, I mean, taking the, your birthday off feels a little silly to me. Now, by the way, I, am, I have a strong opinion about this. I don't believe you should take your birthday off from work. And like you, who was on a vacation, 17-day vacation, and your birthday fell in the middle of all of that. I have also found myself in the last couple of years with a strong opinion. Don't take your birthday off from work. Why would you do that? Grow up. And then all of a sudden, I had a small vacation scheduled, and what fell right in the middle of all of that? My birthday. And then I just never heard the end of it from all my friends and colleagues. Like, wait, you're the don't take your birthday off from work guy, and you're taking your birthday off from work. And I'm like, no, no. I'm not taking my birthday off from work. I'm taking a few days off, and it so happens that my birthday fell in these few days. Do you understand the difference? There is a difference. Yes. yes. Yeah, I agree. I want to make that distinction. That's all. Okay. Did you take – was your birthday recently? It was not. It was in February. February oh. 17th. Okay. Okay. I'll have I was know. wondering I, because I don't remember you taking a day off for your birthday either. So anyway, no. all right, this segment has gone off the rails. I don't know where the hell, we, you know, <laughs> how this happened. I think we should get back to the Lakers since you were heading in that direction anyway. Um, all right. So the Lakers, there's a lot of things here. Okay. On the Lakers right now, there is, oh, we have people on the phone. Okay. Let me, let, let me do this. Let's quickly start talking about the Lakers. I want to get back to these calls on people, uh, whether they take their birthday off or not and how they feel about people who take their birthdays off. Uh, but, to me, the thing that is insane to me, and when it was said out loud, right, I, I was still like, wow. I mean, I, I know that this is the case, but I still feel like this seems crazy to me, and it's LeBron is in year 19. It's very hard to believe that someone can be a professional athlete for 19 years. And just like you just said it, I want to say that while the Rams were playing the Buccaneers, somebody can check me on this, but did I hear that Tom Brady was in his like 22nd or 23rd year in the NFL? And I mean, obviously he's 44 years old, but George, when we grew up, when we were kids, if you played until the time you were 31, 32 years old, basketball, football, baseball, whatever, you were kind of the old guy in your early thirties. Mm -hmm. Now, um, with the way things have changed, and I mean everything has changed from nutrition to training to, to uh, private coaching to you know, everything else surrounding how you treat your body, I really feel like guys can, and I think more guys can and will, play until their late 30s and well, we listen, will see when, the occasional 40-something. When I was you know, growing up, right, like, you know, I would say when I first started watching football specifically that, you know, John Elway, Granada Hills High School, by the way, shout out. Uh, you know, Dan Marino, those guys. I mean, those guys played 15, 16 years in the NFL. And I felt like, man, that was a long time. They played to their late 30s, 37, 38 years old. And I was like, man, that's a long time. But now you see guys like Brady. You see a guy like LeBron. Um, you know, I mean, when you think about basketball, I mean, Kareem comes to mind, obviously, as someone who played till very late in his in his life from a from a 
basketball and athletics perspective, but there's just not a lot of these guys that played at this level because Kareem, even when you look at Kareem's career, right, and the cap was fantastic, but, you know, those last three seasons were, were fine. Um, the last year wasn't so great, but the, the, the second to last and the, the third to last uh, were still pretty good. Um, but they weren't like MVP caliber. Like LeBron at 36 was playing an MVP caliber season until he busted his ankle, basically. Right. Well, I will tell you that I think LeBron this year, I don't care if he's 36, 37. I mean, like the age, the number just doesn't matter. I saw him today. He had a big smile on his face. You know, he's in uniform. He looks ripped and lean. I mean, I look at LeBron, and he may be 37 years old, or 36, going on 37, but I look at him and I still see LeBron, maybe not 19-year-old LeBron, but I still see in the middle of his prime. Now, I would guess that mathematically 37 means you're on the back end, but again, George, I know you, you, you realize that Tom Brady is my, my man crush, but if Tom Brady can play football, NFL football, into his mid-40s, with the way LeBron works, I don't understand why we're thinking that, hey, we're kind of at the end of the road another year or two. With Le Why not think that LeBron, should he want to, be capable of playing well into his 40s? I mean, I think capable, yes. Playing into his 40s, yes. Whether, you know, how well he plays into his 40s, that to me is the question. But speaking of questions, we asked the question, how do you feel about taking your birthday off um, from work? Or for or with or about people that do that. Let's go. We got people on hold. Matt in Orange County. Matt, what's up? How you doing? Love the show. Love the Lakers. Love the Rams. Um, I get paid for my birthday. I usually don't take it on the day if it's not if it's in the middle of the week. I'll get I'll take it on a Friday or a Monday. I get to float it. But at that point, it's, I don't care about the birthday. I just care about the money. There you go. There you go. If they're willing to give you the day off and you can move it around, do your thing, brother. Do it. Good job, Matt. Thank you. Excellent work out of you. Joe in Sherman Oaks. Yeah, I I'm, I work in the restaurant industry, and so I, I'm on the side of, like, if you're taking your birthday off, it can get a little annoying, especially if it's just one of the run-of-the-mill birthdays. Maybe if you turn 30, 40, 50, like yeah. a, a banner yeah. birthday, that's yeah. one thing. But yeah. if you're taking your, like, 30-second birthday off and we're busy, <laughs> uh, it's a little annoying. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I agree. First of all, I mean, you literally heard yeah. me say this story. I, I I didn't remember I was turning 40, and that's supposed to be a monumental that's birthday, insane. for God's sake. That is insane. Mike is in Whittier. Mike, what's up? Hey, what's going on? I uh, follow the Raiders, follow the Dodgers, don't follow the Lakers. Oh, so anyway, um, yeah, I kind of agree. You know, sometimes taking a day off in the middle of the week is not good. Uh, it's a big burden on the rest of the people that are working with you. But um, unless, like, a birthday falls on a weekend, then I would probably take Friday off. Falls on a Monday, I'll just do a Friday before. But other than that, I wouldn't take it in the middle of the week. Yeah. But you're still oh, you're not in the middle of the week, but you still take it off. So that's interesting. So Mike still, still takes take it, it off. off. Depending on when it falls, yeah. Right. If it's right, close right, to the weekend, right. I'll take Friday. I'll make it a three-day weekend. So if you're I'm at least celebrating. If not, then I won't. Right. You're at least conscientious about the uh, the, the 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 rest of your uh, employees and, and coworkers and whatnot. Yeah, Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. it. I wonder why the guy's into the Raiders and the Dodgers, but not into the Lakers. That is a weird combination. I asked him Clippers, and he didn't say anything. All right, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Keep it coming. How do you feel about people that take their birthday off?
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. <laughs> I mean, he got you on that one. Like, I feel like yep. he was waiting for that day to pop up. Yeah, I know. And, uh, and when you ask a lot of questions, like I do, some of them are good and some of them aren't as good. So I got you. I'm with you. Um, you know, you do ask a lot of questions. You are an inquisitive I'm person. I'm a very curious, inquisitive, interested person. I'm very interested, George. There are people who are interesting, and there are people who are interested. I am very interested. Cap, what would you say the percentage of the questions that you ask fall into the category of today's Ask Stupid Questions Day? I'd say that I'm a... 57% good question and 43% fall into the Ooh, dumb that's question. That's not a good percentage. You don't, don't think so? 57, 43, you don't think so? I was trying no. to be nice about it. I mean, I was going to say 70, 30, you know? <laughs> no, but nice we know you'd be lying about that. Well, right, that's yeah. why I buffered it a little bit, you see? You're probably accurate. Yeah. I don't know, my daughters get all pissed off at me. They're like, Dad, leave me alone. You're asking me too many questions. You're driving me crazy. I'm like, all I asked was, how was your day? How's things going? How was practice? How was now, school? Did, you know, did, did you really just ask that? Or you asked like, did you ask it like that? Where you're like, how was your day? How was practice? How was this? How was that? Like you fired off like five rapid fires in yeah. a row? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I nobody do. likes that. I know. Yeah. You can, well, just one question is fine. How was your day encompasses all those other questions that you followed up with? Mm, yeah. I well, mean, do you, do you understand that? Like, do you get it now? Like, as you hear yourself? No, I still like to do the way I do it. I still like to fire off a bunch of them. How was practice? How was school? What do you want to do for dinner? You know, what's your day like tomorrow? Give me your schedule. The whole thing. I like to I like to ask a lot of questions. I mean, I, I don't like, I mean, it, now is this in the afternoon? Right, because you're probably in the afternoon because you're asking things that happened previously. See, because the last thing I want is questions in the morning. Like, <laughs> I, like when I first wake up, I need some time. <laughs> I do. It's funny you say that because that's the way these girls are in my house. Like, Dad, it's too early. Come on. I can't do this yet. I'm like, what? It's 530. What's the problem? Man, I, it, it, it would be tough living with you, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I get it. I now have, like, a lot of respect for the Kaplan children. <laughs> All right, 530 was an exaggeration. Come on. It's 655. No, 545, yeah. You know? <laughs> You're getting ready to leave for school. Come on. Tell me what I need to know. Yep. By the way, I put up a poll on my uh, Twitter, at Sedano, since you became a grown person, parentheses, working and or family, etc., do you take your birthday off from work? Uh, 71% thus far. 71.5% say no. So, there you go. Uh, keep it coming. All right, let me sneak in uh, some more Laker talk here real quick. Do we have the LeBron sound? Um, we do. About Well, we have a lot of LeBron sound, I would imagine. Um, but about Russell Westbrook. We do that. All, you know, all the talk about him and Russell and fit and whatnot. Let me hear what LeBron had to say about that. If 
that he has the determination. You know, people think it's very, you know, you know, they look at Russ, they're like, well, you know, he's out, you know, getting, you know, nine assists, 10 assists, 12 assists. You know, he can get 10 points. But the determination to go get 10, 12, 15, 20 rebounds. He had a 20-20-20 game. That that's ridiculous. Even, that's ridi- that doesn't even make any sense. He had a 20-20-20 game. That's like some Will Chamberlain things, but what would do with blocks, you know, or Bill Russell, they would do with blocks and rebounds. He's doing it with assists, rebounds, and, and points. And, I mean, the guy's just electric. He's fiery. Uh, he wants to win. He only cares about winning. Now, first of all, I'd like to call out Travis Rogers, who I love around here, okay? I think Travis is the most authentic person at this place, okay? You, it, 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 he is who he is through and through. There is, I would say, forget about zero phoniness to Travis. I would say negative phoniness to Travis, except in that bite, okay? Now, I don't know the exact phrasing of the question because I'm only hearing his giggling and, and, you know, like LeBron answering the question and him giggling to it. But – my assumption is the question, and maybe someone can correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe we can get Travis on. The question was probably something about, like, hey, what do you think about people who say that, you know, Russ doesn't fit with you guys, blah, 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 blah. And then LeBron starts with, ha, 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 yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. To which Travis is nervously laughing because he's the one that has said on this station that Russell Westbrook doesn't fit. You know what's funny about you saying all of that? I honestly thought that that was John Ireland's voice in that, in that soundbite. Oh, my gosh. No, seriously. Like, when I heard, like, just a little tiny bit, I was like, oh, okay, LeBron was on with, with Mason in Ireland. It would make more sense because, obviously, uh, Travis and Slee were there at Media Day, so now it makes a lot more sense. But when I heard it, I actually thought that was Ireland's voice in there. I'd like to hear that again. Okay, let's play it one more time and listen for the Travis Rogers giggles that he's – I mean, my assumption is, and if someone was there or, or heard it, that can tell me if I'm wrong here because I am I am recklessly assuming here. But mm-hmm. I know that Travis Rogers' take has been I don't like the Russell Westbrook trade, and I don't think that Russell Westbrook makes sense on this roster. So for him to ask the question, I would love to know if we have the actual question, um, question. so I could hear if Travis Rogers truly is a phony or if I am falsely accusing him of being a phony or if he's only a half phony for laughing at LeBron, basically shooing away anyone who would think that Russ isn't a good fit. But let's hear the cut again. It doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't make sense. That just lets you know the type of player, the gift that he has, the determination. You know, people think it's very, you know, you know, they look at Russ, they're like, well, you know, he's out, you know, getting, you know, nine assists, 10 assists, 12 assists. You know, he can get 10 points. But the determination to go get 10, 12, 15, 20 rebounds. He had a 20-20-20 game. That that's ridiculous. Even, that's ridi- that doesn't even oh, make any sense. He had a 20-20-20 game. That's like some Will Chamberlain things, but what would do with blocks, you know, or Bill Russell, they would do with blocks and rebounds. He's doing it with assists, rebounds, and, and points. And, I mean, the guy's just electric. He's fiery. Uh, he wants to win. He only cares about winning. Now, not only did he do a couple of laughs, a couple of chuckles in there, right. uncomfortably, <laughs> but he gave him also a ridiculous, uh, Travis, you're one of those ridiculous people. Wow. Wow. He just went from being the, the least phony person on the this planet. This is why I'm stunned. To, to now, you're telling me right now that Travis Rogers, Mr. Authenticity. I, I swear to God, I am I am stunned because he is as real a person as there is at this station. There is not a, a funny, or excuse me, a phony bone in his body until today, clearly. 
Yeah. Wow. You hear this, Travis? I don't know what you're doing right well, now. I, I want to hear the question. Can Lindsay, Alex, is there any way we can get the question that led up to that answer? I'm working on it right now. Okay. Because I, I need to hear this. Because if, if we, once we get the question, then I want Travis Rogers on the phone. If it is exactly what I think it is, I want Travis Rogers on the phone to answer for this. I think it's a fair point, George. I think you need to call him out for being phony. I mean, if, 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 he, if he's Mr. Authenticity here at the radio station and now he's just sucking up to LeBron because Lebr- was LeBron sitting right in front of him? Yes. Yeah, so they're immediate. So maybe he was intimidated. Maybe he was, you know, wow. I mean, I got LeBron sitting right here in front of me. I wonder if LeBron, this is probably what Travis Rogers is thinking. I wonder if LeBron, over the last couple of Sundays, because he was at SoFi Stadium for the Cowboys game, and then he was there this past weekend when the Rams tore apart Tom Brady. I wonder if LeBron recognizes me because no, probably he sees not. me. LeBron doesn't really recognize very many people because well, unless but he I'm actually Travis sees Rogers. them physically regularly. But Are you I'm, saying he I'm, sees them on the scoreboard? I'm thing? on the scoreboard. Oh, yeah. Dude. No, that's true. Perhaps, maybe. Yeah, that's you know, a good point. I mean, he must, he, there must be a mutual respect now of celebrity to celebrity. Yeah. You're LeBron. You've been a celebrity a long time. Everybody knows you. Now I'm a celebrity because I'm on the scoreboard. Right? I'm huge. Instead of Mason in Ireland. Yeah. I'm a monster superstar yeah. in L.A. because I'm blasted all over every place inside and outside of right. SoFi Stadium. There's a 500-foot electronic banner yeah. of my face on that scoreboard. LeBron, clearly you know who I am. All right, let's uh, let's keep this going. I need to. We need to do a little uh, Sedano and Kaplan investigation here. Uh, we will get to Raiders Chargers week here. Uh, speaking of SoFi, I think that the Chargers are in for a rude awakening. We'll tell you what that's about. Do you take your birthday off as an adult? And. If you don't, what do you think of those people? 877-710-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I love that Chris Bro character there. I as know. He, was, he, right? <laughs> he made himself laugh. I thought that was great. <laughs> oh, my God. I loved the original Miami Vice in the yeah. mid-80s. I yeah. loved the pink and the blue, you know, the neon colors. I loved the Ferrari cruising down the street. Crockett and Tubbs were badasses. And, of course, George, my favorite part of all of it was the Phil Collins song, In the, in air, the tonight. air Tonight. Yeah. yeah. Dig, 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 was I a great show. Yeah, it was great. It was a great show. They didn't do, a, they didn't do the movie justice, though. Um, the movie was not so great. Um, but Because the, they did a movie many years later with Colin Farrell. Um, not, not great. Yeah. They could have done better. Yeah, I, was, um, I can remember thinking to myself, I love that TV show. And I have zero interest in them doing a movie about it. I'm not seeing that movie. And I didn't see it. Yeah, I, I saw a few minutes of it, and I just basically turned it off. Like, it was just not that interesting to me. I didn't watch it in the theater either. But anyway, so we're, we're doing a Sedano and Cap investigation. And they asked LeBron, I'm assuming about Russell Westbrook, right? And just, like, the fit or whatever, or every, whatever, you know, his, his talent. Um, Travis and Sliwa. Travis has been very anti-Westbrook. 
And I hear Travis kind of giggling it up with LeBron about Westbrook, right? Even throwing in a ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And, and I feel like, uh, like Travis was kind of sucking up to LeBron a little bit there, even though he has been very anti-Westbrook. Um, but what else is he going to do other than suck up to LeBron? Give me a break, man. I mean, what else is he going to do? Like sit there and go, hey, so LeBron. I mean, listen, I suck up to LeBron too, but I, I don't, I, I readily admit it. Now, I also yeah. have been critical of LeBron too, uh, which yeah, doesn't, you always, imagine? You imagine doesn't always land there? so right. You know, yeah. like I got to be honest, like I get right. grief sometimes. Yeah, I would, I would imagine. So be, you imagine him sitting there. He's like, so LeBron, let me tell you, man, I know you don't listen to the radio, um, but just so you know. Here's what I've been saying on the radio. I mean, you did that I, with Matt Stafford. And I would do it with LeBron as well. You know <laughs> no, I would. Wouldn't. I would no, gladly do it with LeBron. No, no, he would totally do it. He would totally really? I would totally 100%. Listen, I'm the guy that's been saying all along, we should start getting LeBron on the show. And everybody laughs at me. They're like, LeBron doesn't come on the show. I'm like, why not? He doesn't. Like, does media like, day. He, makes, much he makes one appearance a year, media yep. day, and that's the end of it. And I'm like, okay, I'm committed to getting LeBron to join this show between now... How are you now, committed to doing that? Okay, well, uh, here's what I can tell you. Between yeah. today and the end of the Lakers season, whenever yeah. that may be, yeah. whether it's in the championship and they win, if it's a championship and they lose, if they don't even make it to the championship, between now and the last Laker game of the season, I am committed to working on getting LeBron to make an appearance How? on this show when it's not just media day. How is my question then? Well... Um, there are, are you people pepper him on Twitter for every day for the rest of eternity until Cap, he finally no, responds. I, I work. No, don't do market. that, bro. That's like, yeah, lame. don't do don't that. Do that. Yeah. Well, wait, don't I didn't say that. I was going to do that. You said I was going to do that. I'm I was saying, but that's because you love Twitter and you love tagging people on Twitter. You're a serial Twitter tagger and liker and retweeter. Yes. I mean, give me so all that's my jumper in her. Um, no, I do not plan on peppering LeBron on Twitter, but I do plan on going through whatever channels I can find to get LeBron to agree to to spend 10 minutes with us. What's the big deal? It's a huge okay, deal. It's a so, huge ask. So I'm being told oh, that that was, that was not the question that was asked. All right? Alfonso has tweeted me and said that was not the question asked, which is why I said I may be being reckless here. But I want to know if someone can correct me. So do we have the actual question? Yes. All right, let me hear it. And here's Russ with 180 Wait a second. triple Stop. doubles in his Stop. career. Stop. For those who Stop. don't understand. Can... Time out. It was Sliwa? Ask Slee. Okay, now I need to hear this. Go ahead. And here's Russ with 184 <laughs> triple doubles in his career. For those who don't understand, can you oh, put it in context goodness. from your perspective? It doesn't make sense, man. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. That just lets you know what type of player, the gift that he has, the determination. You know, people think it's very, you know, you know, they look at Russ, they're like, well, you know, he's out. Okay. Did it just end? No, no, I mean, it's fine. We don't really need the answer again because mm. we don't need 40 seconds more of LeBron saying the same thing he's already said three times on the show. Well, I but, say the same thing all the time three times over. Yeah, I know, and that yeah, also annoys people. Yeah. Well, I don't um, know about that. Yeah, so. Um, wow. So it was sleep, But we still heard Travis giggling it up with him about Russell Westbrook when he's been very anti-Westbrook. So while I'm wrong that that wasn't the question, it's still Travis being a little phony. <laughs> Just a little bit. A little bit. So now there's a chink in the armor. He went from Mr. Authenticity he to 100%. I, I, yeah, I have, I, you know, it feels like the day when they told me, uh, by the way, if there's a parent in the car with their child, 
that is under the age of, I don't know, 10-ish, 11-ish, earmuffs, 10-ish. Earmuffs right now. Tur- turn the volume down for literally 10 seconds. So turn it down for 10 seconds right now. What are you okay? about to say? What are you going to tell us? This is like when I was told that Santa Claus didn't exist, basically. Oh, you know okay. What I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. You know? that, that is fine. That's fine. Yeah. Keep the radio I mean, yeah, down, okay. parents, because right. this is like the day that I found out that somebody thinks that wrestling's not real. And I was like, whoa, stop. Yeah. Don't yeah. tell me that, and don't right. say that, please. Right. Me thinking that Travis isn't the most authentic person I've ever met is, is very strange. Can we get Travis Rogers on the phone in the next segment? Is that possible? Let's do it. Okay. Let's get him on. Because I want to know why he didn't – you know, didn't give LeBron the – I wonder if he gave LeBron the Russ business, basically. Like, his his stance on Russ. Yeah. Because hey. I, I don't love the giggling there. Like, I got to be honest. Like, it just – I feel like, again, to your point, Kaplan, like somebody told me something wasn't real that I expected to be real the whole time. Right. Like, somebody told me that the tooth fairy – oh, parents, hold on a second. Again, once again, for the kids in the car. Three, two, one. Okay, like, the tooth fairy wasn't really a real thing, you know? And so when when you find that out, you're, like, shocked – and when you find out that Travis Rogers actually said while LeBron was talking, ridiculous. Like, wow, he's had a 20-20-20. Ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Can't believe that. I love right. your impression. So do the, do the Chargers have something coming to them this weekend? And I don't mean necessarily the Raiders just winning the game or whatever, because I actually think it's going to be a very competitive game. Um, I'm talking more about the fact that the Raiders are probably going, their fans are going to own SoFi Stadium this weekend. Like, you talked about the Cowboy fans coming into town. The Raider fans are going to take over that place this weekend, aren't they? They are. And here's the thing, George. Cowboy fans, well, guess what? You know, they got training camp up in Oxnard, and they've been part of the Southern California sports community long before the Rams moved back to LA and so there are lots of Cowboys fans already built in in Los Angeles that's one as for the Raiders I don't have to go through the history everybody understands what the Raiders mean in LA and the fan base that they already have here in town so I would say this the Chargers organizationally are riding pretty high right now hey we went to Kansas City we beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead, which, by the way, now you hear a lot of these like former referees doing analysis on the last play of the game where Mahomes throws deep and there's all kinds of pass interference everywhere and nobody calls it and how the result of the game might have been different had they thrown a flag. But the reality check happens on Monday night when America is watching, when Peyton and Eli are watching, and SoFi Stadium is all black and there'll be like little teeny tiny specks of powder blue here and there but everybody will know that the raider fans have taken over sofi stadium it's gonna be wild um i think and i look i think the chargers can win the game i don't think there's any question right like i you know the raiders are good but the chargers are also good mm-hmm. and now will you like troll the chargers and show up in like raider gear like how's this gonna work <laughs> um i will not show up Um, I will be sitting here on the radio with you. I will be watching um, both the standard broadcast on ESPN and I, if assuming Peyton and Eli are doing, no, they're off this this weekend. I'm I'm stuck with Steve Levy and, and Lewis Riddick and and Brian Greasy, which I I mean, not, 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 not a place. Yeah. I don't think you have to be stuck with that. I I love those guys, but I'm, I'm becoming 
one of the other people. I'm becoming an ESPN2 Manning Brother viewer rather than a standard ESPN Monday Night Football viewer. But I'll go back to the standard broadcast this week. Uh, Will I troll the Chargers? I don't think I necessarily have to troll them. People know where I'm coming from on this. I'm all black and silver this week. I'm silver and black, black and silver. I'm all Raiders. I'm all Gruden. I'm all Carr. I'm all in on Vegas this Monday night against the Chargers. All right, fair enough. All right, coming up next, we will uh, pepper Travis Rogers with questions. I have questions for Travis Rogers uh, about his whole Russell Westbrook stance on how he giggled with LeBron about Russell Westbrook. Um, We will have all that coming up momentarily if we can track Travis Rogers down. If not, uh, we do have a Rams conversation that I want to get into because there's a critical test coming this weekend. You may not buy that, but I'm going to tell you why there's a critical test coming for the Rams. We'll get into that. As well, sit back, hang out. We're back in two and a half minutes. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Are you a meatloaf guy? Uh, to, to Chris's point, I am a meatloaf guy in several different ways. Okay. I do like meatloaf the singer. I'm not exactly what I would call a meatloaf expert the singer, but I also like a good meatloaf. And George, I'll tell you right now, a turkey meatloaf is a very underrated loaf. Yeah, I hate Meatloaf as in the – not the singer. He's fine. And the actor. Um, I, you know, I, mean, I could do with or without him. It doesn't make a difference to me. This song is good, though. Um, but I don't like Meatloaf as a food. I feel like that – Hispanic people don't do Meatloaf, bro. They don't? No. <laughs> Why not? It's just not in our, like, DNA, dude. Like, it just doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I go to like there's a Whole Foods or something by my house, you know, one of the or like a, you know, high end kind of grocery deli kind of place. And I walk in and I look at the turkey meatloaf and I go, you know, that freaking turkey meatloaf looks really good, especially with that ketchupy, honey, glazy kind of sweet thing that happens on the top. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like a turkey meatloaf. I do. Uh, by the way, we have a lot of votes on this poll. You can vote at Sedano, S-E-D-A-N-O on Twitter. Uh, 1,152 votes here in uh, the first 30 minutes. 73.6% say no, that they uh, do not take their birthday off from work. All right, well, those are my people. Uh, I'm with the majority here. I don't take my birthday off from work either. Okay. So feel free to vote at Sedano. Uh, so we are efforting to find Travis Rogers. In the meantime... The Rams, they, uh, they face a pretty critical test here with the Cardinals, okay? The Cardinals' offense is pretty insane. Uh, the Bucks' offense also was insane. But I, I feel like this Cardinals team, and Kyler Murray specifically, okay, has a level of athleticism that we haven't seen really – Maybe ever from a guy that small. And I know you're going to sit here and say, well, Russell Wilson, blah, blah, blah. No, he's a lot smaller than Russell Wilson. He is a lot smaller than Russell Wilson. And he's definitely like faster and more athletic than Russell Wilson is. Yeah, I would compare him to, and he's smaller than this guy too. 
But I would compare him rather than a Russell Wilson. For me, I would compare him more to like a Michael Vick kind of a player. But he's got a stronger arm, it seems, than you know a lot of the guys who you consider to be short quarterbacks. You know, so he's kind of got he he's smaller, he's fast, he got a strong arm, his accuracy is improving, um, his leadership skills look good. I mean, I, I like Kyler Murray a lot, and and I'll tell you, George, I don't know how you feel about it, but I don't just chalk this up to you know easy win for the Rams because these aren't the old Cardinals. You know, this is a new team with a lot of really good skill players. They've added to some some pieces on the defensive side. You got to respect the way they've started the season. So I don't just chalk this up. I mean, look, the Rams have owned the Cardinals, but I don't just chalk it up to an automatic W. You? No, I don't either. And, and I think, and by the way, Laura has texted in to us here uh, and said that uh, meatloaf is nasty. So she uh, has basically reaffirmed my beliefs that uh, Latino people, I mean, at least I didn't grow up eating meatloaf, bro. This is not, it wasn't part of the menu at the house. Yeah. So unfortunately I did. My mother made meatloaf. She made all kinds of stuff that was, re- my mom, God love her, man. She just wasn't a really good cook of any kind. And yeah. meatloaf was one of the things that we definitely had at least once a week when my mom was cooking. And it just it was never really very good. But, um, but a pre-made meatloaf, as long as I don't have to make it, it's pretty good. I like it. Hmm. So uh, Starfish and Coffee says he disagrees. His Mexican mom says uh, his, his, he says his Mexican mom makes a mean meatloaf. So, All I mean, right. I'm just telling you, bro. I, I, I think you're in the minority on that one. So. But as far as Kyler Murray, yeah, like he's legitimately incredible to watch. Like he is a human joystick. He's a video game when you watch him play out there. And Michael Vick is an interesting comparison because Michael Vick was also kind of smallish, but not built the same way. They're built differently still. And like I've seen Kyler Murray make throws this year that I don't think very many quarterbacks can make because it has to – it's not just arm strength, which he has clearly plenty of, but it's also – just the angles that he can throw it at because of his ridiculous athleticism. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's not just Kyler Murray, though. When you think about Arizona, you got to throw in what they've done. I mean, when they went out and got well, DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins, right? Yeah, they got a bunch that, of guys. Right, That's he's a big star. Um, yeah. They went out this offseason. They got A.J. Green. Who, who looks has, a little washed to me, personally. Yeah, but, he, but, but, what I'm, but, I but still he's still think, fine. I think yeah. you got to respect the name. You know, yeah. and, and you may not, he may not be the player he once was, but you got to respect the name. They've got a guy on, on the Cardinals named Christian Kirk, who yeah, he's is, good. He's not a household name, and most people would know DeAndre Hopkins, and they, they would know A.J. Green, but they were like, Christian Kirk, I, I don't know who that is. Um, but, you know, the guy has been targeted, uh, and it seems like every time he's targeted, he makes the play. 17 targets, 15 receptions. Oh, I think anybody head, that knows fantasy knows Christian Kirk because he's pretty boomer bust, basically. Yeah. Um, these stats, just so you know, George, are coming right off the top of my head. I don't have any information. In front Clearly, of me. you just dismissed my fantasy talk because you don't play fantasy. I did. Yeah. I don't. You well, gave me a. You gave me a. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Then kept I know. I, I did yeah. give you one of those. Although I'm going to say this. Hey, to those of you who are playing in our ESPN 710 Fantasy League, I'm two and zero. Maybe I'm three and zero now. I don't know. I how. I was going to say there's been three weeks. Yeah. So if you're I don't know how. Something's wrong. I don't set my lineup. I don't change it. I don't move players in and out. I don't make trades. And somehow, with my crappy team, I'm good. I'm good, George. I'm a good fantasy football player, and I didn't even know about it. How about that? I mean, you're a good fantasy football player or just a lucky one? 
Right now, I would say lucky, but I'm going to sell good. You understand okay. the difference? Uh, not really. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you that I'm good, and, and I'm going to try and sell you that I'm good, when in actuality, I'm just getting lucky because the computer picked all my picks for me, you know? Okay. Fair enough. Then there yeah. you go. That yeah. works. Yeah. So, I, I, I look, I think the Rams will win, but the Rams, uh, I mean, they've owned this Cardinals team, but to your point, I don't think it's the same Cardinals team. They've swept them in each of the last four years, so I think it's eight, it's eight straight, obviously. Um, seven of the eight were at least by double digits. Right. And um, the scoring margin has been very lopsided for the, la- for the McVay years, basically. And, and the Rams, when playing against the Cardinals, usually put up a lot of points, 30-plus. So if you say the Rams' offense is much improved over what the Rams' offense had been, and you know that they were putting up 30 points-plus against Arizona, you might be thinking to yourself, the Rams might score 38, 42, 49. They may score a lot of points this week. Uh, but, you know, you say that Kyler Murray looks like a, a video game. I actually think the whole NFL looks like a video game. Have you noticed, like, when somebody scores a touchdown, there's a camera in the end zone, and the player who scored is crystal clear, but everything in the background has, like, that little bit of blur Yeah, it's a 4K it. camera or 8K camera, whatever they call it. Yeah. Dude, the, the, the actual games... It's like a portrait mode. Right, like on right, your phone. exactly, Maybe exactly. Yeah, yeah. The games have become more like the video games rather than the video games becoming more like the actual games. Yeah, if that makes any sense. The gamification of America, which is awesome, which is what people like, because the generation of people watching these games now or the, that's coming up grew up on games. Yeah. Speaking of games, I've got an, a game anniversary coming up in the next segment you're going to want to listen to. And we've got a hot USC coaching rumor. We'll get to that coming up, plus what you need to know.